They've been doing construction on my street since just after Easter. Like five blocks of road that they had to tear up and lay asphalt down on. They're just now laying down the asphalt. So they got some machines squirting out asphalt. There's a steamroller behind it. And there's two a-holes with shovels following behind. <laughs> it's just a, it's a, it's the city waste of money parade. Do 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 do. I don't know with the two guys with the shovels. I don't know what. Do they think asphalt's just going to come spewing out that they're going to have to shovel back in in front of the steamroller? I, or I don't know what. Anyhow, then. But what I'm watching is this has been going on most of the afternoon. For the last 45 minutes, half an hour, there's been some guy just sitting here watching it, like like he is watching a parade. He wrote he drove his bike over and parked it and just sat down on the bus for the the bench for the bus which obviously he's not waiting for a bus because the street's closed. He's just sitting there watching. For the last 45 minutes, half hour, he's just watching them lay asphalt. Nice, nice pleasant fall afternoon watching uh, an asphalt machine. <laughs> What's this? What an asshole. Because he's an asshole. Because I, when's the last time you had a half hour to just sit around and do anything? This guy's got a half hour to himself, and he's watching asphalt get poured. But there's, there should be nothing fascinating about this if you're over than, older than five. <laughs> once you're beyond five, six years old, and you think big construction equipment is cool and fascinating, there, there should be nothing fascinating about this. He's not a foreman or anything. He's just some mope. <laughs> he's just some neighborhood mope who's decided that this is how he's going to spend his afternoon watching watching the construction crew lay asphalt and watch a steamroller squish it. Am I laying out the scene correctly? Just five blocks of city street that's basically de- deserted except for a steamroller, two guys in shovels, and, and an asphalt machine, and no no pedestrians, no cars, nothing for blocks around except one asshole on a bench just sitting there watching. <laughs> What's he doing? It, it annoys me because I don't have any time to do anything. And this guy, he's not only wasting time, he's wasting time from wasting time. Like, uh, Netflix is a waste of time. He's wasting time from watching Netflix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he should... Okay, I should be working, but I'm watching Netflix. Uh, he should be watching Netflix, but he's watching asphalt get poured. Like, how flat is the little brainwave line? The little doot, 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 the electrocephalogram of his brainwave. How flat is that right now? <laughs> just just sitting there. 
I don't know, maybe... He doesn't look like the typical meth head. Maybe he's on meth. That's a, that would be his only excuse, is if he's on meth. That he finds this fascinating enough to sit here for 45 minutes. It's a, or, or, well, it doesn't matter how horrible his home life is. You know, then you leave and you go to a bar and drink. You don't leave and watch asphalt get poured. He's Either he's on meth. Here's the only two ways that he's not a complete asshole. He's either on meth or he's going to blow his brains out. <laughs> he's just, and he's just lost in a 200-yard stare with, with just uh, pain and regret and just some weird, blissful, surreal pain vibe going on in his brain where he's just going to stare at this in some sort of euphoric state and then take a gun out of his little backpack and shoot himself in the mouth. That's the only way he's not an asshole. Uh, obviously, I'm avoiding what we're supposed to be talking about. It's all, part of me is avoiding that, but really, this guy really is an asshole, and I want to document that this is what's going on. <laughs> we'll have to know that this is what... When I look out my window, this is what I'm seeing. I'm trying to get myself motivated. I got a million things to do. I'm going out of town this weekend. I got this then. I got that. And then I look out the window. Here's some some mope. Just got nothing to do except watch. Look at that. The steamroller. So Joe, producer Joe, all 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 worked up to have me talk about the upcoming Republican debate. Debate. Talk about Donald Trump. Talk about presidential election for some reason which I've been avoiding. Are things okay at home, Joe? Because you'll notice everybody out there, you'll notice on social media, once somebody's life starts going to hell, all of a sudden they're all into politics. <laughs> it's just, watch, pay attention. It's, just, it's the weirdest damn thing. The more someone's life is in chaos and upheaval, the more they think they should know who's in charge of the free world and what bills should be passed. It's it's got it's some probably some sort of defense mechanism or avoidance mechanism or something. But it watch, it's true. You say you're fine. All right. You're just fascinated by Trump. Many people are. Is this actually going to go up before these debates? I find that hard to believe. You realize the last two you put up aren't working. <sighs> Carrying on. It'll carry on as though this has a snowball's chance in the hell of being uploaded before these debates tonight. Now, every okay, I'll break it down for everybody, and, and then can I go back to what I was doing? Donald Trump, if he actually wants to be president and thinks he's going to be president, is going to be the next president. Pure and simple. If he want, if he actually wants to do this, he's gonna win. Okay. What, what am I? You know, you could have just came over and we could have just talked about politics. We could have just done that. Well, then stop talking in my ear. He's yes, the election is very far off. No, people are not going to get sick of him. What, what he's going to learn is what's going to happen. As as it goes on, he's going to learn. And he's going to get more savvy and more shrewd and be more unstoppable. And uh, the election's over a year off. 
by the time the election rolls around, people are going to think already think he is president and he's running for re-election. <laughs> he's he's already taken such charge of the political discussion in this country. But but by the time the election actually comes, they're going to think he's re-upping. Half half this country is going to think he's been president this whole time. They could have they, they so they might if he actually wants to be president, they might well have the election now. They could have had it six months ago, really, for all Barack Obama seems to care. <laughs> I, I haven't seen him, except for this Iran deal, I haven't seen him do or say much of anything about anything. He hasn't said anything about ISIS. Uh, the riots he didn't say much about. Uh, the Black Lives Matter. You know, he can, comes out and says a little bit, but not, doesn't really seem to give an F. He's going. He's golfing. He's going to balls. He's going on vacation. He's waving to the cameras. This guy doesn't want to be president anymore. <laughs> he wants to be Jay Z. <laughs> that's who. That's what he thinks he is right now. He doesn't. He's not interested in this anymore. If he ever was, I don't. I don't know. When he started, he seemed all gun ho about it. But up to up to recently, he hasn't seemed to had much interest in actually doing the job that he wanted so badly. So, like I said, six months ago, they could have just had the election and let, let Hillary and Sanders and whoever fight over it because Brock doesn't want it anymore. So, you know what? Get out of the way. Let somebody who wants it screw their country up. <laughs> Since you're not interested in screwing it up anymore, let someone else in. Rand Paul, Sanders, whoever. Let's, let someone else march in there thinking that they're going to be able to do something and end up making a big mess. <laughs> just... Which is what always happens, you know. Everything seems easy until you're doing it. Anyhow, Trump's going to be president because no one, no, one, no one's going to beat him. No one's going to beat this. Who's going to beat this guy? This, let, let's look. We're analyzing the personalities here, not the politics, because the politics in this day and age really are are really secondary. But I would argue for a long time, maybe since the very beginning of this country, politics have been secondary. It's the personality. Because, not necessarily a bad thing, Joe, because as president, you're supposed to be the leader of this country. You're supposed to be a leader. So the personality, the person who has the personality traits and the force and the presence of personality to, to be the leader above the others ends up being the leader, ends up being the president. And Donald Trump... If you saw the last presidential debate, no no one's going to argue. You, know, you can argue the guy's an idiot. You can argue he's a blowhard. You can argue his politics are screwed up. You could argue he's lying about what his politics are. You could not argue he was large and in charge on that stage. He was the leader. He was the top dog. 100%. No, nobody who watched that debate could argue that it was the Donald Trump show. It was Donald Trump and nine nine douchebags. That's what they should. That's what they should have called the debate. That's what they should call the debate tonight. Donald Trump and a bunch of douchebags. Did you see what he did to Rand Paul? And I like Rand Paul. And I mean, there's a well, yeah, as far as it goes, as far as I like any politician, I like Rand Paul. Made Rand Paul look like an idiot. <laughs> he he humanized, humanized him and made him look like a blithering idiot at the same time. With with one comment, oh, you're not you're not having a good day, or you're having a tough time tonight, or something. Just an offhanded comment, completely 
cartoonized, cartoonized Rand Paul. He's done. He took out Rand Paul for the, for the He's done. Rand Paul is done after that. He said that, and Rand Paul gave him a look like he's done. Forget it. The the look on his face simultaneously said, "I have I have, I have no idea what to say now." And and yeah, I guess I kind of look like a dope. <laughs> the the leader of the free world should never have that look on his face. And I think instinctually, everybody knows that. Any everybody who saw that clip is is no longer gonna want Rand Paul in charge of the free world. And I liked Rand Paul. So. Nobody on that stage is going to beat him. Nobody on that because he's always going to look like more of a leader than whoever he's standing next to. Now we haven't seen him next to uh, what the hell is her name, Carly, Carly Ferris, Ferona. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Uh, Carly something or other, the lady businessman. Yeah, whatever, man. You're the one who came up with this stupid idea. And I've been trying to avoid politics. <clears throat> there was a lady who was in, like, the Bush League debates last time, who won the Bush League debates, the AAA debates, and now she's in the big big league, big league debates with Trump. Maybe she'll seem large and in, in charge next to him, but I kind of doubt it. So n- nobody who's on stage with him is going to look like anything but a chihuahua yapping at a bulldog. So there's that. So nobody on the Republican field is going to beat him. And all these guffaws he makes and the the comments he, he lays out there, uh, you know, off the cuff that seems stupid, make him look like an ass. None of that matters. It's 2015. You'll notice, uh, after the last debate was over, he was in charge. He was way in the lead, followed by uh, uh, Dr. Ben Carson, who really didn't say much at all during the debates. R- re- honestly, kind of looked like he shouldn't have even shouldn't have even be- been there. Kind of looked like they needed to fill up a chair. Hey, you, you, you want to be president? Come sit up here and participate in the debates. He didn't have much energy. He didn't have much to say, really. But what do these two have in common? They're not politicians. We're sick of politicians in this country. We're sick of it. After Obama came with his you know, hope and change and all that, he just turned out to be another politician like the rest of them, this country is so gun-shy and so sick to their stomach of politicians that just the sheer fact that Trump is not currently an elected official and Dr. Ben Carson is not currently an elected official is enough to put them in the lead for the foreseeable future. So anything Trump says that's not slick and not savvy and not doctored and not well thought out just makes him look more appetizing to the voting public. He says something stupid... He seems uh, more appetizing because a politician wouldn't say that. A politician would have doctored it up and whatever. Even if they don't agree with what he's saying, even if they think what he's saying is stupid, it's at least some comfort to them that this guy's not a politician. He's not a <laughs> he's not a bought out scumbag 
two-faced, lying, doctored, <laughs> fork-tongued son of a bitch like the rest of them. So every time he says something stupid and the other politicians jump all over his ass, it just works in his favor. And by the way, Donald Trump's not a moron. It, it's gonna If he hasn't figured out by now, uh, and we won't do it, do it in this debate, he will soon. He'll start saying stupid stuff that he's already got a quiver full of arrows to slap someone down with. He's going to start start giving these people okie dokes. He's going to start laying traps out there. He's already juking and jiving and bebopping and scatting on these people. They don't know whether they're coming or going because they spend their whole lives being politicians and reading scripts and arguing with other politicians. Well, this guy's been in you know verbal brass knuckle bar fights with cutthroat sons of bitches across uh, the business table. So it doesn't matter what he says that's stupid. Really. It doesn't matter. And pretty soon he's going to be saying stupid stuff by design if he's not already doing that. So the, the Republican, there's, there wasn't one person on that stage who's going to beat Donald Trump. If Donald Trump actually wants to be president, He's gonna he's gonna take the nomination, he's gonna walk away with that, and I don't I don't see Hillary Clinton beating this guy, and I don't see Bernie Sanders beating this guy. I mean, <laughs> Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump? Forget it. She already she's already a mess. She can't even beat Bernie Sanders, and ninety nine percent of the population doesn't know who the hell he is. And, and Bernie Sanders, or whatever you think of him. He, he doesn't have the charisma to go up against Trump, and he doesn't seem like as much a leader as Trump. He seems like a, hey, you know, he's got some ideas. <laughs> Think whatever you will of his ideas, and he seems excited about his ideas. And he, he seems like he wants to be president, and it seems like there's some people out there who think he'd be good at it. But he's not large and in charge. And when, <laughs> when rubber hits the road, he's going to look like... Uh, he should be exact doing what exactly he's doing right now. A, a somewhat lower level elected pol- politician, elected government official, a few levels under Donald Trump. Here's the other reason he's going to win, and it goes back to personality. He, uh, Donald Trump is driven. He's energetic. He's diabolical. Who else on that stage are those things to the degree that Trump is? I, I didn't see anybody like that. D- Donald Trump is driven, maniacally driven type personality. He's I, He would be similar to Putin, where he can super focus and, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, yes, thank you. Intense. He's got an intense, driven personality. And that aids him in business, no doubt. Aids him in whatever he's doing. Whatever project he puts his hands on, he goes balls out on. And and he uses his brains, he uses his energy, he focuses on it. He He makes sure to get it done, get it done right, get people on board who are going to get it done right. He doesn't BS around when he wants to get something done. We all know that type of personality. That's Donald Trump. 
Contrast that with the, the, the other nine mopes who were on that stage fumbling for a thought, <laughs> fumbling through their cue cards, re- regurgitating the same speech they've said in nine other states, wondering what they're going to say in the post-interview, wondering if their hair is out of place. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. None of those guys are going to beat him. Now, let's move on to what, what, whether is he going to, would he be a good president? Since he's more than likely going to be the president, unless he gets bored and decides he doesn't want it, would he be a good president? Me, myself, personally? (laughs) I think there's a pretty good chance he'd be a good president. (laughs) I think he'd probably be pretty good. First off, he doesn't seem to give a rat's ass about social issues. So right there, that's great. We won't have to hear about that for four years. We won't be arguing amongst ourselves on all this BS that never changes anyhow. So we, we, we as a country won't be distracted by all that, and he as a president won't be distracted by that. He won't be wasting time effing around with a bunch of social issue BS that the government has no business getting involved in anyhow. And although gay marriage is the law of the land now, you know, there's all sorts of other social issues that some president could use to distract us from the fact that he's not doing an effing thing about anything that's actually his job to care about. And by the way, uh, gay marriage law of the land now, and the sun came up. <laughs> sun came up this morning. So uh, those of you who are still arguing about it, how about you gr- just grow the hell up, huh? Grow up and move on. Uh, your sight lost... They can get married. Uh, the world didn't come to an end. Whatever. Go live your life now. All right? Just, just, go, go live your life. Just, just be a good example as a human being of whatever religion you believe in. Take care of your fellow man. And don't worry about this ass anymore. The sun came up. Life went on. Whatever. I never cared. But if you did care and didn't want these people to be to get married because you thought the world was going to come to an end, well, the world didn't come to an end. Yeah, I, You weren't harmed. The price of gas didn't go up. Uh, the apocalypse didn't happen. Just go, just go out there and be a good person, huh? It harmed me as a single male, actually. And I, I wish I, should, I had a thought a little bit more about whether or not it was going to affect me before I held firm to I don't give an F <laughs> to my I don't give an F uh, policy on gay marriage. My my policy was I, I, I don't care, let them vote on it. But I wish I'd have thought about that a little more because it is actually affecting me. And here's why. Because I'm middle-aged and I have no wife and family. Now, from time to time you meet people and have to admit that or people you've known forever start to you know it becomes more and more obvious that they've made better life choices it comes up in conversation what their kids are doing comes up in conversation this and that with the wife me and the wife blah 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 blah, and you just sit there because you're a loser (laughs) and you have no one you've reached middle age and no one wanted wants to be your your life partner, your soulmate. No one wants to lay claim to you in any meaningful way, shape, or form. But I'm an illustrator, which which means I could just sort of let them think maybe I'm gay. Well, you know, 
<laughs> he's he's artistic. He's an illustrator. He's kind of a flamboyant guy. He's always dressed kind of stylish when he when he cares when he goes out. Yeah, he's, you know, maybe he's gay. So you can't get married. Don't don't bring it up. You know, don't 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 ask him when you get married. When you haven't, you know, don't ask him. Don't bug him with that stuff. He's probably gay. Don't make it awkward. So I could at least had that. I could at least at least had that. Now that's gone. Because because homosexuals can get married. So I can't even pretend I'm gay now and and let them think I'm I'm not married because of that. Now no matter what, I'm not married because no one wanted to lay claim to me. Now now no matter what, it's just because. You know, it just reflects on what kind of human being I am. I, I used to let it reflect on my possible sexual preference, but now I can't do that. No, 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 no I'm exposed to the harsh light of day. <laughs> he's pro- I'm, that guy, well, he's probably kind of screwed up. Because otherwise, by now, he'd have <laughs> a wife and kids. So thanks, gays! P- passing your little gay marriage, or getting your little gay marriage push through. Thanks. Now I look like an ass again. Anyways, back to Trump. He's, uh, he doesn't seem to give an F about any of this stuff. I mean, when pressed to take an issue, he, you know, he kind of, yeah, I think this about this, I got some friends who do that, and so it changed my opinion, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't really care. He's barely pretending to care. We all know he doesn't care. Here's what he cares about. He cares about negotiating. He cares about deals. He cares about the economy. He cares about business. He cares about jobs. And he cares about those things intensely. And he he likes coming out on top in regards to those things. So as far as being president, I think think he'd probably be pretty good. He he cares a lot about the the issues that this country uh, needs help on right now. The illegal immigration thing, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not sure why he cares about that because it doesn't really seem to fit in with the rest of his life. Like, like him being all worked up about the economy, obviously that fits because he's a businessman. I'm not really sure why he, he's so focused on immigration, but, you know, what, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so... Economic issues that this country sorely needs someone at the helm on, he knows a lot about, is pretty good at, and really cares about, is really knowledgeable knowledgeable about, and really gung-ho to get started on. So, I think he'd be, <laughs> he'd be pretty good. And as far as dealing with the evil sons of bitches out there in other countries, the Vladimir Putins, the asshole running Iran, uh, the asshole running North Korea, the shifty sons of bitches in the EU. If Donald Trump actually wants to be president, I'm I'm 100% fine having him deal with those guys because he's as much of a cutthroat, shifty son of a bitch as they are. You think somebody in the EU is going to push, push anything past Donald Trump? It ain't going to happen. You think some negotiation is going to come past his table that the America gets the the crap end of the stick on? It's not going to happen. I mean, you forget it. <laughs> forget it. And n- not even out of pr- love for his country, just out of, or even sheer pride, 
just out of his disposition, just out of what he likes to do and what he's good at and what he finds fun, they're not going to put anything past. They're not going to sneak anything past him. They're not going to get any deal past that doesn't put America in the catbird seat. Because this is what he loves and what he's good at. And uh, people bring up the bankruptcy stuff. Oh, he's been bankrupt and blah, blah, blah. Look, you get, take a step back. Uh, and it pains me to say this because people I like have said this, but uh, grow up. Grow the hell up and realize that uh, bankruptcy, when you're at the level of big business, is not the same thing as bankruptcy when you've got three kids and can't afford your mortgage. It's two different kinds of bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, when you're dealing with multi-billion dollar companies, is a tactic. It's a business tactic. I'm pretty sure 10, 15 years ago, Marvel Comics declared bankruptcy. I think Diamond Distribution might have declared bankruptcy. I mean, I think Target, didn't Target declare bankruptcy? I don't know. You want to get on the interweb and make sure that I'm not full of crap on these things? But anyhow, you can declare, you type in Google yourself and type in declared bankruptcy, you'll find all sorts of large companies run by not stupid men who have declared bankruptcy and ended up coming out better than they were when they went in. Because it's a tactic. It's a tool once you're in big business and you're dealing with corporations and not individuals. And whether that's good or bad, whether that's fair or unfair, for the sake of what we're talking about, it doesn't really matter. The bottom line is, he used those as tactics, as tools to come out ahead. He plays the angles. He's an angle-playing, driven, smart son of a bitch. And I think we need, I think that's exactly what we need right now. Because we're taking it in the shorts from Iran. Lord knows what we've got going on with Putin. Uh, Red China is is coming at us. We need that's what we need here right now is someone like Trump. I mean, these guys are a joke to him when it comes down to it. As far as negotiations, <laughs> they're a joke. They're they're throwing sixty mile an hour fastballs right down the center of the plate. They're Bush leagues compared to him, compared to the big, big business on an international level. And, and, aside, and unlike the rest of the guys on that stage last night, tonight, he can probably get any of these international leaders on the phone right now just because he's Donald Trump. <laughs> just, just because of what he can, can do for their economies. And, and he has. He, he's already talked to a lot of world leaders. He's already used to dealing with international politics in a business sense. Uh, who else on that stage can say that? Scott Walker? <laughs> Look, he's my... Scott Walker's my governor. He's done some nice things here. I, I've been here since the beginning when all hell broke loose. Uh, so trust me when I say it. He's not the son of a bitch everybody thinks he is. In fact, I... I I, I met the guy when he was county executive, like 15 years ago. So, I, I, I know of what I speak here. Yeah, yeah, he's a Republican and he's a conservative. If you don't like that, you probably don't like him. But he's not, he's not a son of a bitch. 
but he also, I, 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 I wouldn't want him negotiating with the leader of Iran, <laughs> to be honest with you. <clears throat> uh, or, nor Bernie Sanders, nor Hillary Clinton, nor Rand Paul. I like Rand Paul, but it would scare the living ass out of me, him being across a negotiation table with Vladimir Putin. I mean, Scott Walker came out and said we should put a wall around Canada. <laughs> so that, that's how much he knows about international relations. Now, I, he, he was slightly misquoted there, and there's a lot more to it than that. But I, it still goes to show that the guy, look, when it comes to international politics, I, I don't know about that guy. I don't know about any of them. So there you have it. Uh, I think he'd be a good president, but that's not really clouding my judgment as far as whether or not he's going to win. If he wants to win, he's going to win. No one's going to stop him. No one's going to stop him because he's got that type of personality that he's not going to let anyone stop him. And no one else on that stage is like that. You, you looked at all those people. Did any of them have a look on their face like, I'm going to win this and no one's going to stop me? Besides Donald Trump? Bernie Sanders does not have that look in his eye. Hillary Clinton looks like a deer caught in headlights because every time she turns her head, she steps in a bag of ass that she lit and put in front of her own porch. <laughs> she she scooped she dog pooped herself. She scooped up dog poop, put it in a bag, put it on her porch, lit it, went in the house. Oh wait, lit it, rang her own doorbell, went in the house, answered the door, saw the flaming bag, and then stomped on it. <laughs> that that's the political career of Hillary Clinton. This whole email thing, more damaging than whatever shady stupidity was going on with the emails. More damaging than that, because everybody's used to pol- politicians being involved in shady, dumbass, dumbassery. Da- more damaging than that was. Her seeming to not understand how email works. <laughs> this woman doesn't seem to understand how email works. Well, I deleted it. It's all deleted. I deleted it from the hard drive. This woman thinks you can delete something once it's on the internet. <laughs> this woman seems to think that her her personal server is safe. That, that GoDaddy or whoever the hell she's using is is some sort of safe interface. <laughs> For, for her emails. For 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 uh, defense emails and classified information. She, she doesn't even... And if that's just her excuse, that's a stupid excuse because you look like an idiot. You, you look like my grandma t- talking about the interwebs. Are you, well, are you on the interwebs again today? That's what you seem like, lady. You should have just said, well, I was involved in some shady stuff and I took a bribe. That would have hurt you less than acting, than sounding like you don't understand how email works. <laughs> Come on. I deleted them? Oh, my server's secure? I, what? I, I, really, none of us really even believe that the Defense Department's secure ver, se, server is secure. Have you heard of Edward Snowden? <laughs> What the hell is this lady talking about? It's on her personal desktop at home. Secure how? What if somebody breaks in? I mean, I don't even have to go through any of this stuff with you. 
Because if you heard that, you rolled your eyes just like I did or scratched your head. So anyhow, on to tonight's debate, which Donald Trump is again going to walk away looking like the king of Siam. The only way he doesn't, there's, there's two ways. One is if they all jump on him so much that he loses his temper and drops an F-bomb <laughs> or some sort of equivalent to that. Loses his temper and just cuts loose in a highly unprofessional way. That might harm him. It might. But I suspect that would g- gain him another 15 points in the polls. The, o- the only other way he doesn't come out ahead is if one of those candidates on that stage actually has a brain and just ignores him and discusses their ideas. That's the only way. And it can only be one. The rest of them have to not be that smart. It has to look like Donald Trump arguing with eight assholes and one person trying to get ideas across. That's the only way. If even two people start doing that, then it won't work. It has to be just one figures this out. <clears throat> That's my thoughts. Uh, and <laughs> Glad they're being recorded because I don't want to talk about this again <laughs> because uh, politics, uh, I've had it and I've had it with all of you. My parting advice is to all of you to just grow up and stop acting like your political team is a baseball team. Stop worrying about who did what 10 years ago? Stop worrying about who says what about what political issue unless they're going to do something about it. Focus on who has the better ideas and whether or not those ideas are going to work. Focus only on that. Look at it like a blind taste test. If Richard Nixon comes back from the dead and has a better idea about how to pave the roads than... Rand Paul or Bernie Sanders, then you should vote for Richard Nixon. Well, maybe not Richard Nixon, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Think and focus on the ideas and stop acting it, acting like it's your baseball team and everything the other person says is wrong and everything your person says is right and passing these stupid memes along which you haven't bothered to double-check whether or not they're actually true and stop closing your mind to the other side all the time. Republicans, Democrats, conservative, liberal, blah, 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 blah. The ideas. Who's got the better ideas? Because so few of us in this country bother to pay attention, and so few of us that pay attention bother to think that I, being trapped in a democracy with you people, cannot afford you to do any less. Focus on who's got the better ideas and whether or not they're going to work. That's what I'm going to do. And I don't care which side of the aisle they're on or whether it's Republican R after the name, a Democratic D after their name, or what. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, think. Oh, wait, no, wait a minute. I'd like to thank Scream Machine. And you can see, hear them on Bandcamp.
That's Scream Machine. They're responsible for our bumper music today. And uh, my views do not reflect theirs, as far as I know. I have no idea. I have no idea what they think about Trump. But <laughs> but they were kind enough to let me use their bumper music before knowing anything I was going to say. Scream Machine. Our website is astrangersvoice.com. You can go there. Uh, we'll have podcasts up on a semi-weekly basis throughout the holiday season. And after that, who knows? Uh, we set up a Patron account. So if you want to make sure I do a podcast every week, uh, kick in a dollar. I uh, don't really know how it works. <laughs> Another one of these crowdfunding things where they don't bother to explain very well so that you're supposed to explain it to everybody. But the, the basically, kick in a couple bucks every month and I'll keep doing these and everybody will be happy. Or don't, and then, you know, I'll just do it whenever the hell I feel like it, which is very rarely. But if you want if you want me out here commenting on political, well, not political issues, if I can help it. If you want to hear me out here commenting on a weekly basis about what's going on, uh, you can force me to do that. And uh, just click on the support button on astrangersvoice.com. There. Happy? Joe? <laughs> okay, now we're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, enjoy the, the Donald Trump and Nine Scumbags show tonight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time, think.